welcome to Storytelling. This week's guest is someone with a decade of expertise in mastering personal branding and a diverse background that spans journalism, PR and communications. They've not only authored four books, but have also built a remarkable presence on LinkedIn with over 50,000 followers and recognition as a LinkedIn top voice. Additionally, they founded the Visible Woman Tribe, a global community for women in business and leadership. Please welcome Mildred Talabi. Hello, Mildred, and welcome to the podcast. Hi, Debbie. I'm so glad to be here with you today. Mildred, can you tell us a bit more about what you do? Well, I have a self-appointed title of LinkedIn Visibility and Personal Branding Coach. So what that means essentially is that I help women, female leaders and women in business to build powerful personal brands on LinkedIn in order to move your career or your business forward. And I do that through teaching them how to be visible on LinkedIn. So my key mantra is start being visible. Today's the day to start being visible. Why do you think it's important for women to be visible? Because I know sometimes people feel very self-conscious about any form of social media activity. Yeah, so I want to actually touch on that word, that social media in a second. But if I don't, remind me. (laughs) So the reason I think it is important for women to be visible. I would have to take you back to what I was actually doing before I got into this business. So my background is journalism. I trained as a journalist and I worked in the media for a bit before I moved into first PR for a short period of time and then later on communications for a much longer period of time. But as you may well be aware, the whole journalism, media, PR, comms field is actually all based on visibility. So the people that you see being interviewed on TV, on radio, on newspapers, whatever it is, the people that you see most often, they're not often the most knowledgeable. They are just the ones who are most visible. And visibility breeds more visibility. So the more visible you are, the more you are seen, heard, the more you are remembered. And guess what? The more opportunities come your way. So visibility is all about increasing the chances of you getting opportunities to move your career or your business forward. My clients, when they work with me, they tend to increase in either one or all three of these areas. And that's, they increase their influence, they increase their income and they increase their impact. And all of that is possible when you start being visible. You cannot continue to be the world's best kept secret in whatever field that you're in, because that doesn't serve you. And it doesn't serve your audience either. Being visible is the key to changing that status. What type of visibility does a person need in order to move forward? So this is where the social media thing comes into it. I teach women how to be visible on LinkedIn in particular. And the reason it is LinkedIn and not Facebook and Instagram and TikTok and Snapchat and threads and Twitter. Oh my God, it's exhausting the whole list of everywhere that you can potentially be visible. But the reason that it is LinkedIn is that LinkedIn is a professional platform. It wasn't actually created as a social media platform. It was created as a professional platform. So 
the motivation of the platform and its reason for being is very different from all the other platforms in that sense. So being visible on LinkedIn allows you to be seen by the right kind of people who potentially can hold the key to that next step in your career or in your business. So the very first place to start is to change that mindset of LinkedIn being yet another social media platform. And that's where I tend to start with what people I say, LinkedIn is not a social media platform in the same way that Facebook or Instagram is. I, I mean, I spend some time on Instagram, usually wasting my time scrolling through the feeds and laughing at things or looking up hair ideas or whatever it is. But when I'm on LinkedIn, the time that I use on LinkedIn and spend on LinkedIn is an investment in my marketing activities as a business owner. And prior to that, when I was in the employed world, it was an investment in increasing the opportunities for me as an employee, both within my organization and outside of that. So the difference between someone who's visible and who's not visible in our day and age today is that Social media, if I use that broad bracket and include LinkedIn for just a second, is that you have to start showing up on social media because that's where things are happening these days. COVID lockdown showed us that actually real life exists, but there's a whole world online that we also need to master if we are going to improve opportunities for ourselves. And that's where being visible on LinkedIn comes into it. So how does one make a start on that? Because you're feeling self-conscious and suddenly you have to be visible on LinkedIn. What is the first starting point for anyone? You ease your way into it, just like anything. And I get this a lot, especially for somebody who people will say to me, a lot of women say to me, oh, I'm a private person, or they might say I'm an introvert. I prefer to keep like, stay behind the scenes. Listen, when I studied journalism, I had the choice to go to different disciplines. I could either go broadcast or I could go print and all of that. One of the reasons I went into print was because I love writing and I've always loved writing from when I was young. But also the broadcast scared me because I wanted to be behind the scenes. I'm like, I do not, I didn't use the word visible back then, but I was like, I do not want to be visible at all. I'm more comfortable behind the scenes. And that's where I spent most of my career behind the scenes and all the different things that I do. Until I came to understand that actually you can't make a difference as much and make as much of an impact and influence people in much the same way unless you're in front of the scene. So I like to say to women, this is about taking center stage in your own life for your benefit and that of the community around you. So the very first starting place I like to start with is hard to do, but you have got to remove yourself from the equation. Because if you think about, oh my God, I don't want to put myself out there. These are some of the legitimate concerns I've heard. What do I have to say? Who wants to listen to me? I haven't got nothing new to say. I don't have anything important to say. All of those nagging words that come through our heads. If you put that aside for a minute and realize that actually for most of us, you have gone through, you have the kind of experience that you have under your belt, the skills that you've gained along the way, the life lessons, all of that is going to be valuable to somebody else. And the only way that they're going to know it and be able to benefit from that is from you showing up. So you starting to be visible for yourself and sharing content on places like LinkedIn is actually an amazing way to serve other people. If you think of it as a greater good thing. 
as well as there's all the benefits it has for you, but on a greater good level, you are actually benefiting other people's lives. So to start slowly, I would encourage just like if you're on LinkedIn and you already have an account and it's been dead for years, just start by opening it up, <laughs> going along, scrolling through the feed and just finding things to comment on. Just find things to comment on, engage first, then get your profile written in a way that reflects your personal brand because we all have a personal brand, whether we know it or not. That if you want it, you can choose to take charge of that personal brand by actually determining what is put against your name and what people think of you and the perceptions and all of that by how you show up. Or you can just kind of be passive and then just let that brand run itself, which isn't to your benefit. So the first place I will start, I will start with engaging with people on LinkedIn, but I will also start with having rewriting your LinkedIn profile in a way that at least showcases more of what you're about and who you are so that when you're doing all these things of engaging and you're out there, when people go back to your profile, they can see and connect with you because of what you've got written on there resonates with them. How has LinkedIn played out for you? Because you're an example of someone who has used LinkedIn to their advantage. Yes, I've been on LinkedIn for, I don't know, well over a decade and a half, over 15 years plus. But in the beginning, I started out, like most people, I was just like, okay, let me sign up to LinkedIn because I'm a professional and it's a professional platform. Basically, at the time, it was like, oh, this is a glorified CV place to put my CV resumes if you've got international listeners to put my CV out there and see what happens. But then along the way, I slowly started to share things on LinkedIn because one of the things is when I had my career along doing my media career, etc., I always had a business on the side. So I straddled both worlds. I was side hustling throughout my entire career. So I had a business and I had a career. And so I started to put things out on LinkedIn, little bits, little thoughts. I'll share some thoughts here and there. I was writing blogs. I'll share some of that on LinkedIn. And it started to get good engagement. LinkedIn became the place. There's a time I ditched business cards. So instead it was like, go find me on LinkedIn. Let's connect on LinkedIn because you get a business card from a networking event. You take it home, put it in your desk, and you don't think about it for another five years. But LinkedIn was a more active place that I could actually connect and grow my network and keep in touch with people. So I kind of eased in this way, posting every now and again when I was inspired, which was maybe, I don't know, once every week or a couple of times, a few times a month. But there was never an intentional strategy. It was just kind of just going along. But even with that, I started to notice positive effects from that. In one of my jobs I had previously, for example, I was employed in one capacity in communications. And by the time I left the job, I had completely transformed my role to being in employment and careers, which lined up more with what I was doing in my business. And that was because I had built a personal brand that was visible on LinkedIn. And I was using that as a platform to kind of share what I was about. So I basically remodeled my job to suit what I was doing. And that was possible because then my directors, et cetera, could see what I was doing. Because if people can't see what you're doing, then the opportunities are not going to be there for you. And so, uh, by the way, as a side note to that, and then I'll, I'll come back to how I ended up today. As a side note, a lot of us women, we think we've been fed this idea that just kind of work hard and keep your head down and let your work speak for itself. 
So you're sitting there patiently waiting for your work to speak for yourself. And your work is like, I ain't saying nothing. I'm waiting for you to blow to talk about me. I'm waiting for you to start being visible so that people can hear about what I've done. So if you're listening to this and you're still there sitting and waiting for your work to speak for itself, that is not going to happen. You have got to take charge and you've got to take control of your career and amplifying the great stuff that you're doing in your work life, in your business and wherever it is. So from there, after years and years of kind of doing LinkedIn, like unintentionally without a plan, without a strategy, I was like, this platform has so much more to it. And imagine what would happen if I just kind of focused on this and actually became intentional about building my personal brand on LinkedIn. And that's what I decided to do at the beginning of 2020. And I started the process by signing up to a 30-day paid challenge that somebody had. And that 30 days was, the challenge was to post every single day on LinkedIn for 30 days. It didn't matter what you posted. The idea was that you just post, that you get comfortable and you get used to putting yourself out there on LinkedIn. And I'm telling you, that was hard. (laughs) Because I've gone from like four posts a month to every single day posting for 30 days. But I committed and I stuck to it and I did it. I didn't only do it for those 30 days. I have posted every single day on LinkedIn since then. And it's coming up to almost four years now since that first time. And in the process, I've been able to build to increase in those three areas I spoke about, increase my influence, getting over 50,000 followers on LinkedIn increase my income. I have a coaching business that does really well through LinkedIn and then increase impact. Like the kind of messages that I get on a regular basis from people like Mildred, that post really spoke to me. As a result, I've done this. Mildred, I've done that as a result of your post or your video or your live books. Really kind of making a difference in people's lives. And I absolutely love that. And it would not have been possible without me starting to be visible on LinkedIn. And then what also happened was, if I just explained to everyone how we met, because you'd put out a post about a brain tumor that you experienced. And this is a very personal thing to put on LinkedIn. How comfortable did you feel about sharing something so personal? Yeah, so the brain tumor post I put out was recently, and this was this is September at the moment. So Every September, I kind of celebrate the anniversary of me recovering from a brain tumor, which I had in September 2019. I ended up spending the whole month of September 2019 in hospital, having the surgery in intensive care, recovering from there, which took almost a year to get back fully to myself. As a way of celebrating the fact that I'm still alive, my gratitude, I thank God that I'm still alive and all the people that were involved in the process and just letting people know that you never know what's behind the scenes and the people that you do see because sometimes we get this idea that everybody you see out there being visible has it all together has the perfect life they've never been through anything therefore it's easy for them so it's kind of like actually no (laughs) yeah here I am being visible on LinkedIn oh and by the way I did recover from a brain tumor which took about a year to do so and in the process I was still visible on LinkedIn The very first time I shared about the brain tumor was almost a year after it happened. And it did take a lot for me to speak about it publicly because I had to get to the place where I was comfortable to do so. And this is something that I'm very, very kind of when I coach clients, I always talk about how you cannot build a personal brand 
without that personal element because people need to get to know who you are as a person outside of just the professional side of things. But at the same time, my personal life is not portrayed. I don't exchange that for likes and engagement and all of that kind of stuff. It is not worth it. I'm a private person, but I choose what I put out in public. And so the things that I do put out in my personal life in public with the hope and the knowledge that it's going to help somebody else. So that's why I share my brain tumor story. Twice a year, I talk about the brain tumor in September for the anniversary. And then around January, February time, when I go and see my surgeon for our annual checkup. And it's usually all clear. So that's the two times I talk about it. So that first time was uncomfortable. And literally the day after I put it out there, I felt so vulnerable. I was like, oh my God, this is like something only close friends and family. It wasn't a secret, but I just hadn't gone out publicly with it up until then. So I ended up recording a video sharing just how vulnerable I felt about putting that post that the day before. And that also really connected with people as well, because it's this whole thing of being authentic. I'm as real as you can get. What you see with me is what you get. I don't like to make things appear as it's not. After I got over that and shared it, it was like, okay, right. That didn't go as badly as it could have or as I thought it was, as I feared or whatever. I don't even know what I was afraid of, but it was just that whole thing of I'm a private person. This is putting something out in public that's it's kind of private in a sense, but it's not. And I just don't know. It just opens me up to all these people knowing stuff about me that they didn't know before. But I did it then. And it was okay. And now, so as I said, every year, twice a year, I talk about it openly. And I now go on podcasts and talk about it because so many people have told me how it's encouraged them to hear my story. Even just this time that I put it out this a few weeks ago. And I said to people, if anyone's going through anything, reach out to me. I'm happy to talk over, pray with you, whatever you need. Had so many different people sending me stuff. One lady was like, I'm my husband's been going through this. I haven't told anyone but you. <laughs> and I haven't even told my workplace, but your post made me feel like I can come and tell you and all of that kind of stuff. So I see it almost like a, a ministry in a sense in that the influence that I have isn't just for me to walk around like, hey, look at me, I've got 50,000 followers. If I can help people in that process, then that is worth every bit of the time and investment it's taken me to get to this place. So yeah, sharing personal things, you have to be comfortable. There's going to be an element of discomfort anytime we push past our comfort zone. So that's natural. But just feel if you're not ready and you haven't processed whatever it is that's happened to you enough to be able to talk about it publicly, then you're not ready to put it out. So don't put it out until you are. So that would be my guidelines on that. So I'm more than ready. I've processed all of this. I've got all the lessons out of it, whatever it is. And it's like, now I can turn it into something that helps people. And now it's a good time for me to be visible with this personal story. I think you've probably inspired a lot of people who listened to that so far. What are the top three tips you would provide to someone who's just starting out and they're just a bit nervous about starting yeah, if you're ready to start your journey to be invisible on LinkedIn. So as I said, three things that I would do first if I were you. Number one is build your profile, as in re write your LinkedIn profile in a way that it represents whatever brand it is that you want to present to the world. Number two, 
get some help, get some knowledge around LinkedIn. You can pick up my book, Start Being Visible, if you want. If you want a deeper level, feel free to reach out to me. I do coaching and programs, etc. But get some help if it's something that you serious, you want to take seriously as in, okay, I have a goal for this to help build my business or to help build my career. Then you're going to need some help to navigate the process. And then thirdly, just get to it, like do it today. One of the biggest things, I believe in taking action, even if it's just a small action, but that little bit of action and having that momentum is going to get you further than overthinking and procrastinating. And then a year's gone by and you haven't done anything. Take one bit of action. If that one bit of action is just going on to LinkedIn after this and updating your profile, you've done something. That's good. And then take the next step after that and the next step after that. But you can do this. Commitment and consistency. Two words that I feel like are massive, but so underrated. Commit to something. I committed to that LinkedIn for that 30 days. It was hard, but I didn't drop out. And because of that, I'm still here. Consistency. Don't show up once and disappear. Like that consistency is what helps to build your brand. It's what helps for people to know that you're going to be there. I'm not, am I saying post every day like I do? No, not necessarily at all. But to begin with, commit to like, maybe if you say to yourself, I'm going to do at least once a week. If you're someone who's never posted before, I'm going to do once a week for the next four weeks. And then you can up it from there. Do that. It's better to commit to something small and achieve it then set a big fat grand goal and then miss it and then spend ages beating yourself up for it. But yes, you can do this. You've got this. Everyone can start being visible today if you make that decision to make it happen. Mildred, thank you so much for being a guest on this podcast and for your amazing advice. Thank you so much, Debbie, for having me. It's been an absolute pleasure and I hope it has been helpful. If you would like further details about Mildred, then please follow the links in the show notes.